is Jesus and Gym Shoes. Boy, this is Jesus and Gym Shoes. Welcome to another episode of Jesus and Gym Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills in Jesus. I have, uh, I'm going to introduce y'all to somebody who I think is really cool. Um, her name is very unique. Tell the people your name. Because you don't know it, I will tell them <laughs> what my your name, name is. I, <laughs> your name is Quiana. Like, just, I know your name. Oh, really? What you say? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Queenyana Adams. What do you do, Queenyana? I am a marketing consultant and serial entrepreneur. Yes, she is. And she is a real life bug. <laughs> <laughs> a real life bug okay like if you've never met one what this is so Quinata put me in a real sticky situation once before she had like wow that's what we started that's what we, we talking started. about this that's what we started we go we're gonna get to the other stuff the good stuff but they gotta like understand our relationship first okay, let's do before it. we go. okay so she put me in a real let's sticky situation she decides to get married just overnight and she just like <laughs> Just like randomly, and then it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm married. I'm just like, oh, what? And so no, I'm in the office. No, no, you were the, in the you were in the office, and I was like, oh, I'm getting married tomorrow. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I, so she had like planned it like that day. She had like everything situated that day, and so she's like, oh yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was like, I'm in the office, and I was just like, yeah. Hey, did she tell y'all she get married? And mind you, all these old women are like, hey, so what did you tell us? We could have had a bridal shower for you. And I was just like, yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> so now that you, now that you said that, I'm thinking it's your fault because you told everybody my business. Ain't that right? Is that how it works? I think that. Oh, okay. Well, hey, you shouldn't. You, it's my fault. Yeah, it's my fault. However, mm-hmm. that was really ran- it was a random time. Yeah, yeah, it was a random marriage, <laughs> and I wasn't even invited. Like she told me, and like, and I wasn't even invited to the wedding. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow. Oh yeah, so what you doing? You were there, and I just needed to like get it out you know what I mean I needed to put it out into the atmosphere because I was stressed okay about it mm-hmm. wedding planning is stressed and then you only plan for like two days you tried it I was gonna say a week you tried it <laughs> I was gonna say a week you said days <laughs> okay it a work week. Okay, let's do a work week. Five days. It was literally five days. Okay, <laughs> I was five. stressed up. And you were just in the vicinity. And I was like, I'm getting married tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> it was probably, it, That's one of the funniest times of my life. That's by far one of the most. That, yeah. 
And then to not get invited. Lord Jesus, that was hilarious. Not get invited. <laughs> I barely I remember it myself. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Oh, I know. That's what's even funnier. It was like, oh yeah, I, oh yeah, by the way, I'm getting married tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me put this on my calendar. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> True story. Oh, you really did say, let me put this on my calendar. <laughs> But I, I probably yeah. did. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure that I did. That's why I was taken aback by what you said. Uh, that's why I was taken aback even more because I was just like, "Oh, this is this is interesting." <laughs> interesting. <laughs> for a lack of uh, for a lack of the use of all of the words in the English language that probably could have described <laughs> that better. But uh, <laughs> what's your favorite pair of gym shoes? Oh. Oh, Air Max. Which ones? I I don't know. I know that I bought a pair from the Nike store two years ago. I don't have one anymore. But they were so dope. And they're my favorite ones because they got so much attention. Like everywhere I went, everybody loved it. I gave them away. Okay, that's fair. I give a lot of shoes away too. Yeah, they were really dope. And I've been looking for that specific one from Nike and I can't find it. Yeah. That's not the way it works. Oh, really? Mm-mm. They were really dope, too. Should have kept them. Facts. But you live and you learn. I suppose. You live and you learn. Now, when you find, now, three years from now, when you find that next great pair of gym shoes, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that you, that, to mm-hmm. keep them. I like a classic Converse, too. Okay. You know, I had gotten some image consulting a few years ago, and they told me a classic Converse, you can, like, never go wrong. And I feel like that classic white Converse Mm -hmm. is here to stay. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I have to go to a black tie event tonight, and I'm really thinking about wearing Converse to this black tie event that I don't really want to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of suit jacket, uh, ruffle shirt, okay. jeans, huh? and some Converse. Okay. Because I don't really desire to um, dress up on a school night. Where are the ruffles on this shirt you're talking about? Where are it's they? not like 1970s ruffles, but it's just okay. like like Dave oh, Chappelle, Rick shirt. James Ruffles, like it's a I'm tuxedo to shirt. A... It's a regular okay. tuxedo shirt. Oh, I get so the ruffles are like in the front. Right yeah, here. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just like mm-hmm. one idea that I okay. might go with. I might really go with that idea real quick. Um, so you brought up this really cool. So I don't. I'm not gonna call it cool. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> shady, right? You brought up this know idea. It's meant to be cool. It is. Meant it's to not be, meant to be cool. It is purposeful. It. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's a cute way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's new to me, and it's going to be new to you guys. Very you true. want to open a juice club? Wow, wow. The shade was really real there. No, no. I think no. That was you back in the early 2000s at the CTA station. This is not what that is. Love liquids. 
Twelve liquids. Don't come for me. I did not send for you. So no. Not, not you coming for my. Not you coming for my actual business. That's rude. This is not you and the CTA's patient. Oh my God, you are incredible. <laughs> oh my God, you are incredible. It. I think that you know. My business was, you know, a dope idea. Yeah, it's dope. Juice bars are really dope. Praise bar is a bar. So okay, it's a it's a praise bar. So oh, we rebranded now. Okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have you seen our new rebranding? No. Okay, so it's praise p r a z praise. That's the name of it. Praise bar p r a z bar. We discussed that that was a bad idea. Okay, so let's t- let's let's go mm-hmm. over the concept, right? The concept okay. is you are having juice to trap music. Wow, wow, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> so explain um, this. There is a trend around the world of um, alternative beverages. Right mm-hmm. um, in the spirits industry, in the wine, in the beer, spritzlers, all of that. Um, there are many options for non-alcoholic um, versions of that. Okay, this has been going on for the last decade. There are multiple brands that all that offer these things for a variety of reasons. So what we've seen in the last few years is this uptick in in bars that serve strictly non-alcoholic beverages um so you can instead of like you can get your regular cocktail just with this alternative rum or this alternative tequila and praise bar um is going to be one of the first ones open in the city of chicago for people who are non-drinkers okay so somebody's listening to this and they're like yo i could go to the club now and i don't drink like what makes this place special yeah, so research, so alcohol.org, right? So it's the foundation for um, people who are, you know, challenged with alcohol challenge, go for resources. So they do, they have statistics um, and they rank the cities in the United States with the numbers of the highest numbers of non-drinkers. Mm-hmm. Currently on that list, Chicago is number three with over 270,000 non-drinkers mm-hmm. and people decide not to drink for a variety of reasons right? So Praise Bar, um, as our tagline says, we're in support of all of those reasons. People don't drink because of cultural um, practices. People don't drink because of faith-based practices. A large audience that's really driving this movement, as we talked about before, are um, people in sobriety. Um, A lot of the stories behind the non-alcoholic brands, even some of the bars that have emerged are from people, are from the sobriety community. Um, and what I like about Praise Bar, we I want to kind of go beyond that. We're here for people in sobriety, but there's so many different reasons why those 270,000 plus Chicagoans don't drink. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a very niched audience, right? Um, if you don't drink, that's your lifestyle. So you go out, Praise Bar is just another place that you can go and feel comfortable around people around you. In testing this concept, from non-drinkers, like I've talked to people who don't drink because of faith, 
um, people don't drink because of health who've gone like alkaline vegan who are like really strict. Um, it's like the, or some people who have, cause I have this one friend who don't drink just cause she is just, she's just not interested. And I'm one of those people too. <laughs> I'm just not interested. Um, I've had, you know, alcoholic beverages before. And for me, it's just not for me. Um, and the senses, the consensus is that, um, oh, I look forward to praise bar cause I can, I won't feel out of place, you know? And, and, and that's mm. kind of the feedback that you hear from, like I said, these bars emerging across the country. And so, so it's hard for me to grapple with because it's just like, I, I go through spells where I don't want to drink or I go through spells where I'm just like, oh, I'll go out and, you know, i eat some pizza or if I go to an arcade or a beer cave or something or I'll, you know, just go out to kick it with my friends and I'm going home, right? Um what would you like don't you think that you could just like open a space and it not be it doesn't have to be geared towards it because like a non-alcoholic rum right like why would i drink a non-alcoholic rum like why would i drink a non-alcoholic tequila like i won't if i'm gonna drink casamigos i don't want like casamigos light you know right you know (laughs) i could just drink like some pop Yeah, I think it's based on the drinker. For example, um, like I said, for me, uh, I don't, alcohol just isn't for me. But if I want to go out and I have this place, like kind of this novelty place where I can go experience something, um, have a cocktail with an alternative kind of rum that's specifically made to kind of uh, mimic the taste, right, without whatever element to make me drunk or make me feel a certain way I want to try it so right it's this kind of novelty thing like I said it's a very niched audience for people who are just interested so if you're interested we're here and one of the things that I've noticed too especially from our last conversation um what I've seen in in interest of people the people that are drawn to the bars that are out there and even the brands and even this concept for praise bar is that you're either a complete non-drinker, right? Or you are an excessive drinker. And I think, cause I was talking to this one gentleman who he's a heavy, 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 heavy drinker. Like I've even seen him. And I was talking to him about um, the concept and he was interested. Right, because, and there's this language in the sobriety community that I've learned um, from the the people like advocates who drive this is that if you just need a day off, you know, um, if you just want to try it for a week. So there's this this term that they use called sober curious. So you're sober and some people are sober curious because they're Mm -hmm. looking to get some help. And that's what these brands and these type of bars are for. So in the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about, um, when I told you it's purposeful. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about your wedding. You were wedding curious. Wow. That was purposeful too. (laughs) (laughs) You were wedding. You're like, you know, I'm marriage curious. (laughs) I just want to try it for a little bit. (laughs) It definitely served a purpose, but that's just on the Jesus side. But it's definitely purposeful. Definitely purposeful. I think it's a really unique idea. Um, Mm. Just like the idea of liquids, right? I was trying to bring a juice bar to the hood. Like, the hood. Like, literally trying to bring 
I, and I, I was the catalyst for like gentrifying my neighborhood, you know? You should know. Like, I, I'm not doing it anymore. Juice I'm bars like, are like very popular in the hood now. Yeah. You probably yeah, but like, were just before your time. Yeah, six years ago, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seven years ago, no. It was <laughs> no. needed seven years it was ago. Needed. It was needed. It was yeah. needed. Yeah. Um, but no, not so much right now. Um, it, I think it is a unique idea. And when, and when I say unique, um, I think it, it does house as a safe space for, uh, because there isn't that temptation, right? Um, and the amount of products that are out there that like mm-hmm. mimic the taste are are wild. I didn't realize that there were so many. Yeah. If you go to um, Praisevar, P-R-A-Z-V-A-R on Instagram and the companies, we I only follow um, alcohol-free and alcohol-removed companies. So if you want to explore the different type of brands, you can go to our Instagram and follow who we follow. And it's a lot of them right now. You jump to the end of the episode where people was going to have to, where I was going to ask you you know, where people can find you. Do it twice. (laughs) That's what that's for, sir. (laughs) Understood. (laughs) Understood. Right now we're following 123, and I would say about 100 of those are the brands and other um, non-alcoholic bars across the country. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. What's your favorite one that you've uh, come in contact with? um it's called monday it's a um no actually i will say there's a um a wine alternative brand that i was introduced to by my aunt um and and that's another story too of why people are non-drinkers my aunt and her husband they're very faith-based people right Mm -hmm. but they like to hang out They, they you know try to keep the marriage spicy so they would try these non-alcoholic beverages and like have toasts and nights out and things like that. And there's one um, wine company called Free, F-R-E, and it's an alcohol remove, which means it was a wine before and it goes through this filtration process where the wine is removed. Um, so it's grape juice. Oh my goodness. I'm asking. So I would, no, I would. Or is, is the acidity still there? So I will say this. I've tasted grape juice, right? And I've tasted this free alcohol removed wine and it is, it's, it's very different. Sparkling so the F- grape juice. Pardon, sparkling. Right, I've had that before. And no, I'm asking. Different. Like, okay, it's different from sparkling grape juice. Yeah, because the one, however it was made as a wine, mm-hmm. you know, the elements are still there. The only thing that were removed was whatever component the, that was okay, made from, to. From, okay. Exactly. Um, and 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 that's um, regulated through the FDA. So in this category, the FDA, right, for these brands are categorized under two. You're either non-alcoholic, which means there's zero traces of alcohol in your beverage. So you started your recipe from scratch. And then there's an alcohol removed category with the FDA where the beverage was had alcohol before and mm-hmm. your company goes through this process to remove it. And um, you're able to still have like 0.05% alcohol, 
But then the FDA says, you know, that's the same amount as a kabuchi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or any, mm-hmm. yeah. So free would definitely be my favorite. How did you come up? How did you come across this? Free? No, this concept of mm-hmm. sans so, alcohol or anti or anti-alcohol. Yeah. So one, like I said before, I've never been a big drinker, right? Um, my family is very faith-based and I feel that we're fun people. We like to go out. Um, so that part, but then two, my cousin <laughs> Shamel, and I put this story on the website, my cousin Shamel, every time we go to a social gathering, every time we go to a restaurant, she always orders a daiquiri. Right. And for a decade, she has asked for virgin daiquiris. (laughs) So there's this behavior, right, Mm -hmm. that where you want to drink, you want to enjoy like this cocktail kind of drink, but you don't want to get drunk or feel, you know, tipsy. Mm -hmm. Um, So she really um, inspired it because I looked at her and then I started doing the research and I looked at me um, and start asking questions, you know. And learn that this is the industry is like really, really booming. I was on one um, one of the brands. They have a champagne, and they're based in the UK. And they have this statistic on their website that says um, that by the year twenty twenty five, right, that the industry, this industry. Um, will make over $1.6 trillion. And I was like- mm. I need to yeah. get in that industry. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and it's a, you know, there's a, you know, when they say, when you want to break into, when you're looking for a new business idea, find a gap in something and fill it, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that's what these people are doing. There's, there's an audience, definitely an audience. Um, and what I say I love about Praise Bar is that I really want to be tailored for the many reasons they are non-drinkers. You know, people people are making healthier decisions just in life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we just want to be one of the emerging resources for them. What were some of your other ventures prior to like doing a praise bar? Oh, lots of them, right? <laughs> lots. Um, my first one started in 2015. I do want to say I had the concept for Praise Bar in 2015. So if you go to our social media, you would see that things were set up in 2015. I didn't put the idea to motion until 2020 during the pandemic when we had time to just sit and think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to put that in there. But in 2015, I started um, a sports blog in Chicago called Summer League Shot. And it was a website where you could get all information about um, the summer basketball league that happened in the city. And I Uh ran that for like um, four years into 2019. Um, So that's one of the things, summer league shy. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year during the pandemic, I did launch a subscription box company called Handmade. Um, Concept behind that. Um, three years ago, I started the expo for women in black women in Chicago who hand make like skincare. Uh huh. And I had that expo for two years where people would just come out and, you know, the ladies would vend and sell their product. 
So during the pandemic, everything was shut down. So I turned that concept into a subscription box. And uh, we sold, we had three box cycles last year. Sheesh, so, that's dope. Handmade. That's dope. What is What have you learned um, that you apply or that, yeah, what is it that you've learned that you can apply to like your everyday life through these mm. ventures? Yeah, yeah. For me, um, my biggest lesson, especially when approaching Praise Bar, is to slow down, right? Is to take my time and do not rush. Because um, what I had found myself doing, I have these ideas and I'm just like, oh, let me create, you know, the online platforms. Let me spend my own money, right? And let me just do it. Let me just get mm-hmm. it done. I just get it done. But now um, I'm going to take my time so that I ensure that it's done right on every, in, on every level, financially, partnership-wise. Um, yeah, slowing okay. down and taking the necessary steps. What are some of the things that you learned through like slowing down? Mm, I've gotten patience. Okay. Um, I it you liked has helped it before? me. Pardon? You liked it before? Yeah. Like not okay. just with business, but hence me getting married in a day. Excuse me, sir. Exactly. Patience is not a strong sweet. I didn't do so, it that time. I didn't okay. do it that time. I didn't mention it that time. I mean, that's fine. I'm really open about, you know, um, things. Um, yeah. So wait, what was the question? I'm going to title this episode, I Got Married in a Day. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag talk facts. About that. <sighs> All facts. But uh, what did you, I was saying, did you like patience before you say, yeah, but we were talking yeah. about just the life skills that you got, that you've obtained from you being an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, one would be patience, right? I've learned patience by doing this step by step. And I'm learning things that I didn't know, you know? Um, like what? I found, you know, I think that I'm a very um, creative person. And I'm very aware of how like things run. So it, I knew what to do. Like I'm a marketer at heart, right? Um, I know how to market. I know how to reach people. So that part came easy for me. But now that I'm slowing down, I'm learning um, how to be more structured in this business. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. How to, you know, work with the city, how to work with the state, how important partnerships are, how important contracts in the legal side is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because those will get you in a world of trouble. Lord Jesus. Trust me, yeah. I know. Yeah. That, that CTA deal was, was shit. Yeah. But I had, so, it was not good. But go ahead. So that would be, yeah. Okay. Um. So what is, uh? what are the plans for Praise Bar? Like, you know, how soon is, how soon is it popping up? Yeah. So um, official, like, brick and mortar right? It's 2022 summer, um, spring or summer 2022. So right now to get people familiar with the concept, we have some pop-up bars, I mean, not pop-up bars, but pop-up events Mm -hmm. um, where we're going to host and be at other people's events to just kind of, you know, build brand awareness, Mm -hmm. you know, have these type of discussions, Um, building partnerships with 
the the, the um, non-drinking community in Chicago because I found um, or connected with actually, and they follow us on social, some sober groups in Chicago. There's another, she just started her concept in July, but there's a young lady in Logan Square who's opening um, a non-alcoholic bar too on the north side. Um, Praise Bar will be focused, of course, on the south side because that's where I'm from. <laughs> and I love the mm -hmm. south side. Um, but yeah, so building those connections, raising awareness, educating about what the sea is, is really what I'm focused on now. That's dope. What, um, so where can people find you? Well, we have a website. Um, so a it's praisebar.com. Remember that's praise, P-R-A-Z bar.com. Um, and we're at praisebar on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Why the name, why the name praise? So in 2015, right? When we I had supposed this, to be changing it. We were supposed to be changing it. You remember? I did. This is the thing. In 2015, you know, me and, and my Jesus mind having this concept, it was only going to be targeted to um, faith-based people. Until now, I learned there are many reasons people don't drink. You know what I mean? Um, and the market is huger than just faith-based. Um, so then I wanted to have it for, cause you know, all the church people I knew, very traditional church people, um, just didn't drink and needed, you know, another avenue of, of, of leisure. So that's why, and it just came in my head, but after our conversation, and I told you, I had been thinking about changing it. This is the thing. Um, when you see the word praise spelled like it does in the you know in the church and the bible then your mind goes there when you see it spelled differently like it's spelled now p-r-a-z then bar like it's together so it's not two words it's just praise bar um you're like oh is it prose is it what especially with the accent sign it just takes your mind away from the traditional praise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i'm glad that you're giving people a, an alternative um yeah. I mean, I do talk a lot of trash about it, and I, but I do think that it will be successful. I think it is a cool idea. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, clearly, <laughs> I like things that disrupt. So, <laughs> clearly, yeah. I put a juice bar in the hood. So, <laughs> so I get it. You know, one one thing too, um, and I follow, I've been following Paul Brunson for a while. He mm -hmm. does these blogs. You familiar with Paul Brunson at all? No. He talks about like a whole bunch of stuff, but. Um, one of the things I've learned from him is that there's a market for everything. Mm -hmm. There are billions and billions, I don't know, trillions of people in this world. Um, there's a market for everything. And this definitely has a niche specific purposeful market like we talked about. And he made a point that one of the things to one of the best strategies to success is to be as niche and specific as possible in your target market. So that mm -hmm. when one of those big corporations or big investors are looking for a specific group of people, they're gonna come straight to you. So I think um, purposeful things like this, even your juice bar, like you were saying seven years ago, um, seven years later in the present, there are a few juice bars in the hood and they stay packed. 
You know what Stay I mean? Packed. Yeah. So things come full circle. Yeah, I get asked about it often, and I'm just like, I don't have the because it caused so much pain. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to like even revisit that area again because like this was something I was doing right. This was something I had like devoted my life to this idea of fresh fruits and vegetables in a food desert. Yeah. Um, that term food desert gets to me, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. It is definitely still needed. If you were to do it now, it would be a hit. So you want to, you know, get through the trauma. No, no, um, no I'm okay. I, I'll let that be where it is. Um, I got Jesus in gym shoes, and I almost definitely buy juice from <laughs> black the other juice bars. bars. Yeah, yeah, black owned juice yeah. bars like Fruve. I Shout out them to- a lot. Shout out to Fruve. Shout out to you know the homies over there. They helped me out a lot mm-hmm. um, when I was going through the stuff that I needed to go through. I was able to go over there, there and Belly Juice. I um, mm-hmm. was in Pilsen. Um, yeah, those two juice bars really, really, you know, they got it. They helped me get it cracking. Um, nice. Now I most definitely enjoy going over there. So shout out to Fruve. I had some juice from there two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Up in there when they were downtown. So vegan, they crack. They just bar yeah. just out the dough. Yeah. Bonasanti's juice bar stay popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I can't wait. And Fruve about to come to the hood. So, uh, you know, High Park at least. Not the hood, but High Park. So, they'll have a south side location. <laughs> So, yeah, but people can reach you at praisebar, P-R-A-Z-B-A-R mm-hmm. dot com. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should have a domain, praisebar dot liquor. Dot liquor. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Probably not. And then praisebar, P-R-A-Z-B-A-R on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You have to make me one of those specialty drinks. Definitely. One of the, oh, yeah. So one of the um, strategies I'm doing to build awareness is called taste test. So like I said, a different type of bar is right. Um, so I'm going to invite some friends and it's going to be like a, one of the video series. Am I, am I one of the friends? Because I don't get invited that, to nothing. Now you that know. you say. <laughs> that was funny. I barely was invited anyway. Um, <laughs> no, funny. we're going to do these taste tests where like you can taste flights of the different types of alternative rums, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're going to do taste tests to see okay. what people like best That's dope. from these bars, from these brands, I mean. Okay. Yeah. Harlem is saying hello in the background. Well, yeah, I appreciate you being on Jesus and Gym Shoes and introducing my audience um, to a new concept of or and in, in introducing me to a new concept of a liquorless bar or a spiritless bar. Mm-hmm. A dry bar is another term the industry uses. A dry bar. Mm-hmm. It's still wet, but it's dry. Wow. Wow. Well, I appreciate um, you having me on Jesus and Jim Shoes. I'm dope. That you haven't listened to. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm excited. 
appreciate that. Uh, you know. Uh, well, yeah, this has been another episode of Jesus and Jim Shoes, where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills in Jesus. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And you can find us at this is underscore Jesus and Jim Shoes on Instagram. Peace. I love you.